Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? Two of the least likely bedfellows ask Jesus this question. Just about the only thing that the Pharisees and the Herodians have in common is their dislike for Jesus. So this feels like a setup. And Jesus masterfully answers their question. He asks for a denarius. And holding it before everyone, he asks, whose head is on the coin? Whose image is on the money? Actually, before the nine o'clock service, I had a parishioner hand me a coin that was one of Caesar's coins. So here we go. We have show and tell. (laughs) Give to the emperor the things that are the emperor's and to God the things that are God's. Jesus begins his answer by drawing everyone's attention back to the physicality of the denarius, a coin fashioned by human hands for human purposes and stamped with the image of Caesar, an image stamped with human hands. But it brings to mind our own creation story from Genesis and what God said as God molded humankind. Let us make humankind in our own image, after our own likeness. Let us make humankind in our own image. So whose image do you bear? The emperor's or God's? Have you ever been to a modern art museum or a gallery and seen a photo mosaic, a large piece of art that creates one large image out of many smaller tile photographs? This is what I think of when I think of the All Saints community. And so I want to try and give you an oral rendition of such art. Many snapshots forming one large, gorgeous image of God. I saw the image of God in Griffin as he danced exuberantly last Sunday in Children's Church while we all sang, Domine, Domine, Lord, we come to worship you, which is our song of praise. Griffin's dance reminded us of what we were doing, praising God. And at times that praise cannot be contained within our proper and structured form of worship, but should be unleashed with pure expressions of joy. I see the image of God in Beverly and all on the newcomer committee as they hand write notes of welcome to newcomers who worship with us for the first time. 
and in Edith and Sarah and Elizabeth and Margaret and Winifred and all the members of the Guild of the Good Shepherd who lovingly, gently greet a grieving family and draw them into our reception space and guide them through the liturgy of receiving their friends and family. And then who quietly bring over food and drink and strength to that weary family. I see the image of God and Ariel and Lynn and Elizabeth and Kate and Wendy as they gather together on a Monday morning to support one another in their vocation as moms and as they hold one another in prayer in the time in between. I see the image of God in Charlie and David and Hank and Carl, Debbie and Simeon, and all who serve as ushers as they warmly welcome all, new and old, into our worship spaces and who stand at the ready to assist in any emergency, responding quietly, reverently, and with great dignity. I see the image of Christ in Jeffrey, who generously shares his experiences and takes great care in the formation and guidance of new priests. Noel, ten years ago, me, eight years ago, and Tim, two years ago. I see the image of God and Lori and Bob and Louise and Margaret and all who volunteer at Threads and serve struggling families. And in Louisa and Chris and Vivian and Kelly and Chris and all who volunteer to journey alongside our refugee resettlement families. In both these ministries, this community welcomes with great love families who are struggling under unimaginable burdens. And we journey alongside them, recognizing, respecting, and honoring the dignity of every human being. I see the image of God in Reese and Stephen and Fred and Victor and Phil as they reverently dig a hole in our cemetery and prepare the gardens for a funeral. I see the image of God in Billy and Travis and Phil and Stephen and all the men of hope the alumni of Covenant Community who have stood at graduation ceremonies and been the living image of resurrection, of forgiveness, and of rebirth, granting hope and strength to all who still struggle with the disease of addiction. I see the image of God in Sissa who cuts felt and prepares our baptismal banner bags along with her guild. And in Alvin and Cindy and Bill and all on the flower guild as they cut and arrange our altar flowers. In Katrina and Joanne and Shug and Lila and the altar guild as they clean our linens and wash the silver and prepare our altars for worship.
I even see the image of Christ in the varied configurations of people and of conversations, conversations that take place on the porches at Canuga. I see the image of God in you, each and every one of you, first-time visitor and long-time member. You each bear the image of God. In just a few moments, we will baptize Roger and Paula and Catherine and Francis and mark them as Christ's own forever. This photo mosaic that I've just attempted to describe for you is what it means to be marked as Christ's own forever. You bear the image of Christ in your words and actions. You walk with faith in the world, responding to the generosity of God's love for you. Individually and collectively, you reflect a diverse, incredibly generous, and loving image of God back out into our community and the world. I'm going to take a point of privilege, since this is my last sermon, and share with you all that I have felt God's grace through you in the love and care you offered to me and my family as we were thrust into the darkest period of our life. As my husband was diagnosed with a severe mental illness and sought treatment, and eventually became dangerous, and my marriage came to an end. God's love was present for Chloe and Madeline and me through the meals that you made for us, through the hugs and the smiles, and even in the space that you gave us to hurt and to heal. You bore the image of Christ, making God present even in the darkness of my life. And for that gift, I will be eternally grateful. All of these images and many more I will carry with me from my time here with you. I am marked as a priest by the images of Christ I have witnessed among you. Thank you for letting me in, for granting me the gift to witness all these intimate spaces, and for reminding me of the incredible faith of God's people, shown through your generosity of heart and action in my life, in our community, and in our world. Ministry, bearing witness to God's love in the world, takes many different shapes and forms in this place. It happens in the conversations we share. It happens in our care for one another and in the various ways we reach out to the community beyond our campus.
In 2008, when many of us were struggling financially, Jeffrey led us into being more the church. By not only sustaining the support of MAC and Threads and Covenant and Refugee Ministries, but by doing more, creating an unemployment group, increasing our assistance funds so that we were ready to meet the increased need arriving on our own doorstep. Now we find ourselves in a place again of being called to be more the church, but in a different way. All Saints is in a position where we are to be more the church through our ministry, through being present with one another. As the ordained leadership presence is decreasing, there is opportunity for, minute, for your ministry presence to increase. Now is the time to find new ways to be present with and care for one another and be the church for one another. I challenge you to continue to seek out new ways to respond to the God of love whose image you bear. Dance exuberantly with praise and thanksgiving and bear that image of God out into the world with those you love and with those God has given you to love. You have been marked as Christ's own forever. Your ministry matters. Your presence around this altar matters. No matter how large or small, mundane or extraordinary you feel your contribution may be, the way that you bear the image of Christ in your being, in your actions, contributes greatly to the whole community of God, the whole mosaic that is the body of Christ. I hope as you leave this place each week, you remember who you are and whose image you bear. In today's gospel, Jesus was not carving out two different domains of human loyalty, but rather ordering our identity. We are God's. And from that grounding, all else follows. Whatever we render to the emperor, whatever that may be for us today, our employer or any other area of our lives that are vying for primary importance, we must never forget that we are God's. Not just first and foremost, but we are God's, period. End of sentence. You are created in the image of God and are marked as Christ's own forever. You are loved. You are called out into the world to reflect and live that love. Thanks be to God.